morning. Happy Friday. David Noreen, Marcus is here too. Entertainment news, the Hollywood update. All right, unusual, but I have to say it. There may be a moment or two in this upcoming report that will make those with sensitive ears, well, unhappy. Hmm. So if you have people listening or you yourself. In Hollywood, scandalous. Uh, it is kind of scandalous. I'm just saying it's factual, but it's scandalous. You've been warned. The headline, Prince Harry attended his brother's wedding with a frostbitten penis. (laughs) What? It's easy to become numb to the (laughs) barrage of news being generated by Prince Harry's upcoming memoir, which is called Spare. Speaking of truth, yeah, Harry talked about it in about one of a zillion excerpts from the book that are cluttering up the internet. Prince Harry claims that he was in that delicate condition during his brother Prince William's wedding to Kate Middleton. Harry got frostbite on several body parts after an expedition to the North Pole, March of 2011. He said, uh-huh. quote, Pa was very interested. Interesting that he calls the king Pa. Sort of like the Beverly Hillbillies. Uh, and sympathetic about the discomfort of my frost-nipped ears and cheeks. While the ears and cheeks were already healing, <clears throat> the todger wasn't. It was becoming more of an issue by the day, he writes in the book. Wow. Anything so to sell things. a book, I guess, right? I'm well, uh, there's so much more, as I mentioned. Prince Harry's also making the rounds. Prince Harry on Good Morning America said his mom would be very unhappy that he and his brother aren't getting along. How would your mom feel about your relationship with your brother now? I think she would be... I think she would be sad. I think she'd be looking at, looking at it long term to know that there are certain things that we need to go through to be able to heal the relationship. Um, I have felt the presence of my mum more so in the last two years than I have in the last 30. Again, he's talking to Michael Strahan on Mm -hmm. Good Morning America, and he may not attend the King Charles inauguration. There's a lot that can happen between now and then, but, you know, the door is always open. The, The ball is in their court. There's a lot to be discussed, and I really hope that they are willing to sit down and talk about it. And Harry said his brother's his arch nemesis. There has always been this competition between us, weirdly. I think it really plays into, always played by the air spare. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's weird. Brothers and sisters are in competition. All the time. All the time. And, you know, Charles probably isn't his dad, so that's probably weird. Yeah, well, you know what? He mentions that in the book, uh-huh. that Charles will do the thing where he actually at one point said something about, quote-unquote, your real father to him. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just got done watching that Harry and Meghan. Uh, and? It's really good. It does put things in a different perspective and how... Harry and uh, Lady Di's uh, lives really paralleled one each other on on how they were just kind of extricated from the... the Anybody that's watched that thing all the way through comes away actually feeling real empathy for Mm -hmm. Harry and Meghan. You do. And and you go in maybe not thinking that at all. Right. And the whole thing kind of flips Because I don't think that yet. I almost started watching it, and then I went to the Secret Lives of Pets. (laughs) Uh, By the way, this... Prince Harry book has not escaped late night TV. Prince Harry claims that Prince William once knocked him to the floor during an argument about Meghan. Apparently the fight happened at the Buckingham Waffle Palace. (laughs) Okay, that's funny. It's fun when royals fight because they keep their pinkies out. 
Harry was shocked because usually when they fight, they just stand back and tell their butlers what to do. But now, now perhaps the knee to the groin. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> Moving on from the Harry story, we have other things for you too. Will Ferrell, in an interview, said he once made up a Shakespearean speech during an audition. He was just winging it. This is Will Ferrell. In an audition for a, uh, a theater program, I started to do a Shakespearean monologue. And after the first two lines, I forgot the rest of it. And I just started making up Shakespeare. But somehow I got accepted into the program. And I never revealed that until now. So now they know I'm a fraud. <laughs> but we don't care now. No. We don't care. A brand new record for Netflix, Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. 83.1 million hours during the opening weekend. That's a record. I'm telling you. Go 35 see 35 million households. I've got to watch it. Do have to watch you it. You really do. Did you watch? Yeah. Okay. Okay, remember when we, we were talking about Avatar and how it had to make $2 billion just to make yes. a profit? Just so you know. Avatar, The Way of Water, surpassed Top Gun Maverick at the global box office. It's become the highest grossing film of 2022, 1.51 billion, number 10 on the list of top grossing films of all time. The moral of that story, don't bet against James Cameron. I guess right? not, yeah. yeah. And on the Drew Barrymore show, Kate Hudson was on there. Kate Hudson and Drew Barrymore agree that people should be supportive of their exes. Kate believes being friends with your ex is part of moving on. I mean, look, we carry ugh, so much pain and with like, pain of relationships ending and your ego and however it, you know there's maybe usually someone who's feeling a little more pain than another yep and if you can't get past that and you can't move past that you're just holding it and like i think love changes form you you don't just stop loving someone agreed you know even in the worst possible scenario yes i believe there's always a way back to finding a place where you can have compassion and s still feel that love just differently. Okay, so remember, this is the Drew Barrymore show with Kate, Kate Hudson as a guest. Now, Drew Barrymore thought it would be kind of funny to prank call her ex, Luke Wilson, while Kate Hudson was a guest on the show. Except she called the wrong Luke Wilson. Oops. Uh, she accidentally called Lucas Wilson, who's an actor that starred with her in the movie Never Been Kissed. Luke, Luke Wilson? Uh, my name's Lucas. Oh. oh, this is a different, different guy. Are you looking for the actor? Yes. That's not me. Well, which Luke is this? Um, How do you know Drew Barrymore? Oh, um, I was in her movie Never Been Kissed. Oh, oh! It's another Luke. Hi, Luke. I'm so sorry. We're <laughs> crank-calling people right now. Oh, my God. And hi, it's Drew. It's so nice to hear from you. I'm, oh I'm so sorry. <laughs> Are you single? Uh. This is Kate Hudson, who you're talking to. <laughs> really? uh, what am I on a TV show? <laughs> that is hysterical. Isn't that funny? I'm trying to find him on the cast, and I right. can't. <laughs> Lucas Wilson. Can I scroll, scroll, um, scroll, yeah. scroll? Seriously, big can't part. Can't find of him. Doesn't matter. He got on TV and Kate That's Hudson true. wanted to know if he was single. So, Was it Kate or was that Drew asking him? I'm that not sure. It was Kate. Was it? That's what I thought. Speaking of exes, here's a guy that's coming to town in a few months. 
Nate Bargatze. I'm from Nashville, and uh, me and my wife, we were in Nashville last summer, and we went out on the lake with some of our friends, and we were, like, floating around the water, and there was a guy in a boat, like, right next to us, and my wife was like, oh, that's my ex-boyfriend in that boat. <laughs> now, I didn't know who he was, so she didn't have to say that at all, you know? <laughs> she was just basically like, you having fun? Because I like to put a stop to that. <laughs> and make you stare at this guy the rest of the day. So I'm like staring at him, and then I look at my wife, and she's staring at him, and I feel like she's staring at him to see what her life would be like if she didn't marry me. So I started staring at him, because I was like, I'm gonna see what my life would be like if I didn't marry her, you know? And we were putting, we were putting so much pressure on this guy. And we stared at him for a while. He did nothing exciting at all. And uh, you know, we looked back at each other and just realized, you know what, we don't have a boat. That's the only difference. My friends were like, you should have went and tried to fight him. Why didn't you go fight him? And I was like, well, I would have had a swim over to that fight. So I don't know how intimidating that is for a guy to see a head in a life jacket floating his way. If he's in there, I'm never going to get in. I would need his help. I'd be like, could you help me into this boat? I can't tell you why, but I really need in this boat.